This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 345. Study better, let your mind wander. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, we learn from Megan about a special studying technique to not only make your brain stronger, but also make IELTS prep more productive. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, we have a special gift for you today. Happy holidays. Um, the special gift is a special guest, my best friend, Megan. Hello, Megan. Hi, Jess. <laughs> so, um, she's not here just because she's my best friend. She is here because she has something to tell you guys about studying. Um, some of you guys are spending way too long studying. Uh, constantly in the classes that I have with our students in the course, um, I act- I'd never have to ask people to study more. That is never an issue. I have to ask people to take time off. Um, too much time, you guys, will decrease your scores. I've seen it happen. Over-preparation decreases scores. It doesn't help you. So we're going to talk about how to make your studying time that you have more efficient and more effective. Okay. So Megan, what do you do? I am a sports and orthopedic massage therapist. That's fantastic. It is. It is. <laughs> so our students, uh, they should go play sports and get massages. Is that why, is that what you're telling us today? Well, exercise is very good for the brain. That is also true. Right. And of course, I think 100% of people should be receiving massage. But that's just a biased opinion. (laughs) So you can take those first pieces, those first two pieces of advice um, if you'd like. But the third piece of advice is really why we're here. So, um, so in your career as a massage therapist, you've obviously had to go through a lot of training and continuous learning, right? Like you're, anytime you're interested in a new field or a new technique, you have to study that, right? Absolutely. A hundred percent. A majority of the education that massage therapists receive is from continuing education seminars Mm. and other things. It's not necessarily what we learned in school. Right. Yeah. Because to develop in your career, you need to keep exploring the field. And from what, from what I see now that 
um, now that you're opening your own practice here and you're, you're sort of not branding yourself, but describing your specific techniques, like what's the benefit of you over other massage therapists? And what I've noticed is th- there's a, there's a mind body connection that you really focus on. And it's not just going to get a massage so your, your leg feels better or whatever. Like it's not just that. So it looks like you're also interested in like the psychological benefits or like that side of things. Absolutely. And this is where the sports aspect of what I do comes to play. Mm. Um, so working with high level athletes, from all realms, whether they're professional, which I do have experience in, mm-hmm. or college level, or like I was telling you earlier, I'm working with two ultra runners right now. Crazy, crazy people. I'll just, I'll just say, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, you're not going to listen because you already speak English. But if you're one of Megan's ultra running clients, you're you're nuts. And I love you. And she loves you. And I'll see you at the appointment next week. But so, so this, so this connection, I mean, the, it, all of this body work, it's also mind work, right? So this sort of led you into being interested and, and continuing to educate yourself on the psychological part of things. Yes. So when dealing with these athletes, working with them, so I have an ultra runner on my table and I'm trying to achieve something with, let's say, a type hip flexor. Mm -hmm. Mind-body connection is absolutely required in something like that Mm. because their bodies are so accustomed to be working at a high capacity all the time. Right. So your body is basically in the fight or flight mode. Right. I need your nervous system, your brain to, to basically dial it down to flip the switch, if you will, so that you can let go and allow your body to release the tension that is in your hip. So, I mean, this reflects students that are overworking their brains when they're studying as well. You like if your brain is in a flight or fright, flight or fight or flight mode, um, you're not going to retain the information. Your mind isn't open to receiving the information. So, for example, if you're in a state of high anxiety because you have a test the next day, that is not the time to study. That's why the day before the exam, you shouldn't do anything. You need to relax, not just your body, but your mind as well. So you can start fresh and be ready to do your best the next day. So let's get into this um, this technique. So we started talking about the, the other night, and this is what made me want you to be on the show today, is I thought this is something that would really help our students. So it's called mind wandering. Now, guys, I when I heard this, I, I was kind of doubtful at first as well, because if if I'm working, I just I work until I literally like can't think of of another thought. If I'm like writing a sentence and just seriously have no more words to access, that's the only time I stop working. And that's it's not healthy. And you know what? It's not productive. I produce way more content in a, in a day if I remember to take a break. So this is a method for doing that. So, Megan, what is mind wandering? If you want to learn exactly how to make your IELTS preparation the most effective and efficient 
possible, check out our three keys IELTS system today. Every strategy is boiled down to the three most efficient steps to use on test day. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Well, Jess, mind-wandering is beyond a simple idea, and Mm -hmm. this is why people think that it's so silly, because it (laughs) is literally allowing your brain to wander wherever it wants to go. Mm -hmm. So in layman's terms, you're spacing out. Yeah, guys, this is great vocab for the the speaking exam, like spacing out or like becoming a zombie. Like it's this sort of thing where you're not actively thinking about anything, right? You're you're zoning out, you're spacing out. Um so the wh- how how does this work? How how do we do this while we're studying? The important thing to do when allowing your mind to wander and be free is to, A, you want to schedule the proper time for it. Mm -hmm. So you're going to need to take a break. The brain can actively retain information for about 30 minutes at a time. So for example, and everyone is different in Mm -hmm. your study styles, Mm -hmm. but let's say you take a break every 30 minutes When that 30 minutes comes, you close your computer, you Mm. put your phone away, you put it on silent, you put all of your books aside, and you just sit there without receiving any external stimulation from reading materials, emails, Facebook, Netflix. Yeah, no music, right? It's nothing. It is nothing. It's absolutely nothing. And... Just see where your mind goes. Now, keep with me. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm, it hasn't been 30 minutes yet, so I'm still able to follow what you are saying. (laughs) Perfect. Because this process only takes between two and five minutes. Oh, I like this. Yes. I like this because it's short and I still get benefits from it. Exactly. (laughs) So you put your, you put your head, on your hands and you just kind of space out. And then after about two to five minutes, your brain gets bored with doing that. Mm. And now you're ready to go back to your task. So guys, if if you can do this and it's just two to five minutes an hour, right? So like every half hour you do this for two to five minutes. Um, I've been trying this, you guys, because a- as you know, Lindsay and I talk about the this new listening course that we're making. So it's that on top of the IELTS course, you know, that we're always working on. We're always teaching our students in there, answering questions on Facebook. Um, I'm still writing a textbook <laughs> about English for the workplace. And so it's, it's, It's not easy to take a break, but I've been making myself do this. And truth be told, not every hour, but I do remember to do this every like hour and a half. It does help you guys. When I, after this five minutes, I usually go for five minutes. My, my mind can wander for a long time. Um, sort of daydreaming, right? Just not focusing on anything. Whatever thoughts come through, it's, it's a meditation almost, but you're not like, 
You're not actively trying to meditate. You're not actively trying to do anything. That's the point. You're finally giving your brain a break. And then when you do get back to your studies, your work, whatever, again, only five minutes, you guys, when you do get back to it, like, you have new ideas coming faster. You, that's, you know, in what I'm doing. And you guys will understand things more quickly. You'll, you won't get frustrated because you read the same sentence five times and don't get it. Now that your brain has had a break, you'll read the sentence once and get it, right? Because you, you were nice to your brain and then your brain's going to be nice to you, basically. Um, Okay. So that's the how we do it. So is there anything else you could say about, about the benefits of doing this? Yes, absolutely. So if you think about it this way, instead of looking at it as like this silly little activity that I'm going to do to try and retain more information, the reason that you do this from a scientific brain, you know, from a neurological standpoint, mm is a is an energy reset. So mm. your brain and your body are expelling energy while you study. Yeah. Right? Now, when you allow your brain to mind wander and you really let it rest, it's almost like it's, it's like putting gas in your car. So you're yeah. filling yeah, yeah, yeah. back up on energy. Right. And now your brain has more to work from. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. instead of just burning the candle until it's done. And then you get sick and then you get frustrated and then like all those bad things happen. Mm -hmm. it, it's This is just how the brain works. This is how the brain learns. This mm. is how the brain heals and regenerates. So it, it's not just some hokey made up, you know, tactic. Right. There, There is a lot of validity to it. And just like anything else – you have to work into it for it to become a habit, but sure. you will see the benefits immediately. Yeah. So um, for our for our students who in the course who do have the study plan, um, I encourage you as I as I always do to personalize the study plan to make it the most efficient and beneficial for you. Right. So I think this technique, if even if you write it down, you know, just write it down just for five minutes, just try it once a day and see if it helps. And then, you know, you could do it twice the next day. Actually schedule this for yourself because I, if you're anything like me, if you don't write it down, you're not going to do it. So put this in your study plan. Um, and for those of you who are not in our course, but are interested in getting the study plan, there are 30 day study plans and 60 day study plans that tell you exactly how to build your IELTS skills as well as improve your overall English. And they, we don't expect you to study seven days a week, you guys, because even, even before this conversation, we knew that overworking yourself is detrimental to your IELTS score. So our study plans are five days a week, sometimes six days a week. Okay. There's two activities a day, one specifically test focused. And then the other one is an outside activity, improving your overall English, building your vocabulary, building your fluency. So guys, if you're interested in that, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Okay, Megan, is there any like inspirational quotes, anything that you could share with our students today? 
<laughs> she didn't know I was going to ask her that. So the face that I just got was was like half surprise. And then the other half was, I told you not to ask anything that I didn't know. So that's that's what I just, you can see so much in one look. But <laughs> so is there any, because you like reading self-help books? I do. And I guess I, I do have one that oh, yes. pertains okay. to this. Uh, it's a partial quote because I can't remember the first <laughs> half of it because I'm caught off guard here. <laughs> but I would say do nothing and accomplish everything. Ooh, I like that. Yep. Deepak Chopra. There we go. That is that is a great thing to finish. Perfect. Per- See, you're so good at this, Megan. I know. We're going to – guys, <laughs> Megan and I are going to have our own podcast soon. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. And, guys, the benefits of breaks cannot be focused on enough. So, please, guys, give your brain a rest, but also keep working hard. All right. Have a wonderful day, Megan. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.